Welcome into another episode of Mid Michigan Matters. And now, here's your host, Chris Spockman. Chris Spockman here on Mid Michigan Matters, starting a special series talking with some of our local schools, and he's kind of getting thrown under the bus since he's my buddy, and I've gotten to know him. Bill Chillman, Will Chillman, Mr. Chillman, what, what, what should I actually call you here? Mr. Chillman on this, but All usually right. just don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I said, kind of throwing you underneath the bus, one of those talking to superintendents and just want to give schools kind of a chance to brag about what's going on. Because I think you'd even say, we're fortunate. We've got a number of great schools in the mid-Michigan area, don't we? We do. We do. Uh, it was one of the things that drew me back to Isabella County. Um, we have three awesome public schools, great um, uh, uh parochial schools. Uh, we've got mid-Michigan and Central. It's a real haven uh, for uh, education. A haven for education. That might be like the, the theme of this series right there. You just <laughs> might have gave it to me. There you go. There you go. Yep. And now going to ask you a bunch of random questions. Said if you don't know the answer to everything, that is just fine. But we're going to go all the way back. Do you remember when Beale City opened? You got that information? Well, obviously, I don't remember, but I've heard a lot it's of stories. Shame. So, um the first, uh, the, the school opened in 1947 out here at Beale City, and uh, at that point in time, it was a St. Philomena's uh, school, and uh, shortly after that, uh, working with the state and, and getting the public school started, uh, the first graduating class was 1949 out of, uh, of Beale City here. At that point in time, it was called Nottawa Township High School, All right. and then just a, a few months after that, they they moved into the being Beale City Public Schools, and uh, they had the high school here, and then they slowly added grade schools and, and middle schools as they as they went through. And one of the special things about Beale that I, I wanted to bring up to you is a lot of times the and, and nothing wrong with the administration being in a separate building that schools got budgets they got to be where they got to be. But the one thing that's special about Beale City, I think it's really cool. The central office. You're here. You are on location at the high school, at the elementary, at the middle school. It's all here in one big group. What, what do you? What does that say? Or do you know what's special about that? It's just a special place. Uh, Beale City is different than than the other schools in the in the area, and that's one of the things that you know I said earlier. We got great schools. We're all good at different things, and so uh, here it, it's uh, and, and some of the other schools may be this way too. But uh, here we're family orientated. Uh, you know, family first. Um, it's a small school. One of our models is small school environment, getting a big education. And um, we work hard at that. We work hard at trying to maintain that. And, and so people understand that you're not a number, you're a name, you have a, you have a history, you have a background. Um, we want to get to know you. We want to build that relationship with you starting as soon as we can all the way through graduation. And, and now that I have two of my own that are graduates of Beale City, uh, we carry that into the future. And we make sure that uh, you know, we, we touch base with our alumni on a regular basis uh, for all of our different events, whether it's homecoming or special events, things like that. Let's give you a chance to brag about your kids a little bit. So Bill's helping out with uh, basketball stuff. And what, what's Logan up to right now these days? Well, actually, uh, both of my kids are, are back helping. Uh, they're both uh, going into the business world. Um, 
Billy, my oldest, is 25, going to be 26 pretty quick. He's working for EY based out of Detroit, but he's working remote, and he wants to live here. Um, he wants to send his kids to Beale City. And so he lives uh, He lives locally here in Isabella County, but works based out of Detroit. Um, and so, but he does, he comes back and helps. He coaches our seventh grade boys basketball team here. Logan, my youngest, is 21, uh, going to be 22 fairly quick. Um, he just finished up at Mid-Michigan playing basketball, so now it's time for him to, uh, to move into he, – he transferred to Central. Uh, he started an internship uh, yesterday, actually, All right. for EY, the same company that his brother works for. And uh, he'll be based out of Detroit, but working – he has to go down a couple times a week, just like my older son, but is based out of Isabella County here and uh, doing well. And he's actually helping our varsity. Uh, right, this right. year, so it's it's uh, he's a volunteer assistant with our boys' varsity basketball program. Yeah, but that's like I said, I just want to talk about that because it says something that both of your kids, they I don't think they want to leave. They 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 want to stay here in this community, don't they? Yeah, we find a lot of our alumni. Uh, you know, it's it's hard to find sometimes housing out here in Beale City, and so we do have a fairly large schools of choice population. Whether they find housing in this in town in Mount Pleasant, or out at Lake Isabella, or or you know. Chip Hills, Farwells, wherever. Um, they want to send their kids to school here. They want to be a part of our community. They want to be a part of our school. And and uh, we have 53% of our student population is schools of choice. And a vast majority of that, I would say 75% of those, are people that are Beale City people that just weren't able to find housing inside our school district, but just on the outskirts of our school district. Yep. And now going to go back a little bit again Random question here. Smallest the school's been, do you remember how big that first graduating class was? And, and you know, when, what was this class last year? I think it was 54 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, our classes, since I've been here in 16 years, they've. Uh, I think the smallest we've been is uh, like 47, and the highest has been like 74, 75. In the 16 years I've been here, if I'm recalling the picture, because we have a picture of every graduating class on our wall, which is a pretty cool uh, thing here at, at Beale City, uh, I I want to say there was just under 20 kids in that All first right. graduating class, so it was uh, it was small. Yep. And now the school mascot, the Aggies. Every, everybody knows Beale City Aggies. Do, do you know the reason behind it? You know, it's interesting. I've heard a lot of stories about the history of Beale City, and I've never heard the history of why we are the Aggies. But I think only one can assume uh, being out here. I, I called it when I came here uh, 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 a diamond in a cornfield as far as education is concerned. I died and came to educator heaven here in Beale City. And uh, um, I, I think one could assume that. It's interesting. that They asked me that question in my interview. Uh, and again, I didn't know what questions they were going to ask. But they said, what do you think an Aggie is? And I just right off the top of my head, and I really think this boils down to what we are about here in Beale City. I said, uh, an Aggie is much more than a mascot. It's a way of life. And and I really, truly believe that here in Beale City. Um, we take our Aggie Nation pretty seriously, as you know, uh, Chris. And so there's something to be said about that. And the way of life that our kids grow up with, that hard work, work ethic, at good positive attitude, uh, building strong relationships with each other and our staff and our community, um, it really is about a way of life. Yeah, that's I really like that answer right there because like I said, well, could well farming, you know, it's got to do, but no, it is so much more than that. It is. Yeah, but now when you think of Beale City Public Schools, 
what's the first thing that pops into your mind or maybe pops into, you know, a friend's mind or something like that when they, what they've told you? Yeah, I, I think that that family faith, um, you know, I really think that's what we're about. And, you know, again, I've been here for 16 years. Um, you know, it's some of the same names. Um, but even people that are new to the place, um, they learn real quick about, you know, that, that trust in each other the trust in our community. Um, you know, a lot of people think, you know, when I first came here, a lot of people think, you know, hey, Beale City, it's all about sports. It's not. It really isn't. Uh, while that is a, an important part of our program, uh, you know, the academics and the arts are three of our things. We, we always talk about being excellent in all three of those categories, and uh, we strive for that. And, and sometimes it can be tough with the arts because, uh, you know, we don't have an auditorium. We don't have those, but, you know, we've got a great marching band. Our drama program has been strong and we continues to be strong, uh, you know, with talent shows and, and our choir program with the little kids. Um, and we really try to emphasize that, that arts as well. Obviously, our athletics speaks for itself. A lot of people don't realize that academically, uh, Beale City is probably one of the most challenging schools as far as number of credits it takes to graduate and the courses in which we uh, mandate our students to take in the whole area. And uh, uh, 54 graduates last year, almost $800,000 in scholarship money was given out to 54 kids. That's, that's, that's bonkers. Pretty, that's powerful. That's yep. powerful. And, and we really, uh, and again, we had a number of kids that went into the workforce or the military last year. And, and so there were some of them that didn't necessarily need their, didn't need scholarship money. Um, but they were prepared and willing and, and are now doing very well and being successful. Yep. I was blessed enough to, to be at the, the graduation last year. And I remember just being astonished and, you know, preparing kids for the real world, every kid kind of had a plan, Mm -hmm. whether it was mid-Michigan Community College. And when they were, you know, I I think of Peyton Sellers, he wasn't just entering the workforce. He kind of knew exactly the route that he was going to be going. And it was just kind of, I was just kind of a little awestruck about that. That was pretty darn cool. Yeah. Well, again, thank you for being our guest speaker last year. Uh, That was a lot of fun, and and we appreciate that. Honor of my life, I I can honestly say that. And uh, for you personally, what's the best part of working here at the school? Like I said, you're on campus, a little bit different for you as a superintendent. It it is. We we, we talked about that earlier. Here, it's a little different in the sense that K through 12, we're all in one building, and I'm in the building. And so... um, not that those other superintendents uh, don't spend a lot of time in their buildings. Yeah, like I said, I, we're not trying to knock no, on them absolutely. at all. But like I said, it's, it, that's just one of the things that's, that's a little bit different here at Beale City. And I, and I like that little difference. Yeah, I enjoy, you know, walking the halls, uh, you know, in and out of classrooms. Um, and I'm right here on, on, the, on the site if something were to happen. Uh, if my administrators happen to be gone, I pick up and, and do that, whether it's serving lunch, uh, cleaning toilets, uh, whatever the case may be. Um, you know, we're going to step in and do what has to be done. And so, uh, and I enjoy being around the kids. This is my 30th year in education. I'm actually uh, eligible to retire here in a few weeks. I'm not going to, but I don't want to get anybody worried here on the, <laughs> online. But, uh, you know, the in 30 years, I've always been 
a part of small rural schools. Um, you know, I started up in Brimley and went down to Sanford Meridian and now over to here. And so spent 16 years. So a vast majority of my time here at Beale City. And, uh, and I enjoy being around the kids. I don't know if I would do, uh, I don't know if I would be a good superintendent in, if I wasn't in the building because uh, I, I would miss the kids, you know. Yeah, you'd end up just kind of wandering around the hallways, not at your office doing your duties because you just want to talk I, to the kids. Yeah, you know, here I'm, I'm in. If we don't have a sub, I go sub. You know, I'm helping out, and uh, and I feel as though I'm still a part of that because you're right. As as you move up the the ranks in school administration, if you're not careful and you don't make it make an asserted effort. Uh, to be a part of those kids' lives. Um, but I, I think you could see it last year when those kids cross the stage, they know me. Um, they know who I am. They know my family. And that's important to me. Yep. Uh, again, that f- small school, that relationship building, it's uh, it's a huge piece of what we do in small rural schools, not just here, but across the state. Yep. And again, we're not trying to knock on any other no. super series. So this is the first of many interviews I'll do with some superintendents. But again, you know, we've we've known each other for quite a while now. And I've talked to you about this before. I said, I think it's really neat that you're here on location. And now kind of just a, a basic question here. The school schedule for the kids. Start time, you know, finish time. And I imagine it's probably all the same here for elementary, middle, and high school because, once again, you're all in the same building. Yeah, pretty close. Um, our elementary starts at uh, um, uh, 8 o'clock, gets out at, like, 2.55, right. 3 o'clock. And uh, our high school starts at 8.05, but they all ride the same buses and stuff. We just have that little bit of separation because our elementary needs a little bit more instructional time than our secondary does for as far as our school calendar is concerned. You might also have an older sibling helping, you know, the youngster get get to a class, too. We do, we do. Uh, actually, that was one of the, the, the things that uh, – um, you, know, you think about the first thing you thought of when you were at Beale City. One of the first days I was here on the job 16 years ago, I'm walking down the hall and I've got kindergartners passing to go to phys ed class while I've got seniors passing to go into a chemistry class. And they're in the hallway together. Uh, one of the kindergartners ended up with a little bit of bloody nose. And the next thing I know, we have this senior who sees this, stops the teachers. The teacher says, hey, can you help me with that? And then takes the young man down to the elementary office this uh to get his nose taken care of and then she goes back to, to her chemistry class and, uh, and it wasn't even a sibling it was just a it was a little aggie a big aggie taking care of a little aggie and again it just speaks volumes to the environment that we have here yep and uh athletics you know we, we touched on it a little bit but like I said talking all things schools with all of our places and that's one thing that, that we got to bring up with Beale City the success and I'll start tooting your horn here the the most playoff appearances for any school in the state of Michigan, period. You know, you start with that, but also the success in cross-country, volleyball, basketball, girls and boys. It's been tremendous. It's been longstanding. Yeah. We, um, when I got here, we already had some, some success, obviously, in athletics, and, and we really tried to focus on the arts and academics, like I said, to build those up. But we also, uh, we also don't take for granted that those athletics are an important part of a student's all-around education, the whole child, you know. And so we really tried to focus on how we could make even our, our sports programs, our athletic programs, better. Um, and uh, we kind of put that challenge out to kids. Uh, we got some new weight equipment. We got some new cardio equipment. We got a new trophy case. And we kind of started saying, hey, if you want to be a champion, you got to prepare and prep at, to be a champion. And in the 16 years that I've been here, um, I want to say we have either 
16 or 17 finals appearances or championships, uh, runners up or, or championships. And so, and that's, you know, all of our different sports. And so it's, it's, I'm pretty proud of those kids, um, and those coaches, uh, and I'm proud of the community because, you know, it's, it takes a lot of time and effort to be, to take care of the whole child. Yep. When I talk with coach Cottrell talking basketball, he just always talks about, I don't have to, to beg these kids to do hard work. They're willing to go out there and do that hard work. And I think you talk about, you, you got those people coming in from school of choice because they're Beale city people. And so when mom and dad did it, you know, when your cousin and uncle did it, it just it makes you want it a little bit more, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, I've heard, listened to all your your cast. Whenever I can't come to the game and you're you're uh, doing one of our games, I make sure I listen. Whether it's baseball or football or basketball or, or any of our other sports, girls sports, softball and and uh, and volleyball and basketball there, and uh, so it's it, it is. It is one of those things where it's it's family, it's history, it's tradition, um, and we build on that. And, and again, we try to take that same environment. You know, again, I talked to you earlier about one of our sayings, you know, small school environment, big school education. We have another little saying that we use quite often. It's actually on the base of my email line, which is uh, uh, educational uh, teamwork today for educational excellence tomorrow. And we try to really build on that whole sense of teamwork and relationship building when it comes to all aspects of our education. And now I'll talk a little bit more. I said, and we'll give everybody a reprieve because you and I could, we could go a while talking we sports. Could, but we could. We're going to move on to the arts and the clubs here. You talked a little bit about the drama club. You know, what, what are some of those opportunities? And just talk a little bit about the drama club maybe and the, you know, band and whatnot. Yeah, um... Well, band, uh, we started a, uh, one of the things when I first got here, we did not have, our marching band had taken a hiatus, uh, just didn't have enough population. And uh, the band director that we had, who's now up in Claire, does a great job for them. Uh, he built the band program back up, and we got numbers to where we could have a marching band, and that has helped us sustain a marching band since then. And so that's been great. Um, obviously, they do their concerts and everything are inside the for uh, orchestra as well as marching band. But the, the drama, they usually do a couple plays a year, uh, spring and, and, the, and the fall. And uh, we've had some success with that. Um, and uh, we, we've got some new bleachers in our gymatorium down there. <laughs> you know, we have multi-use here yeah. in Beale City. Got a nice little gym down there with a nice set of bleachers and a stage and, and kind of created a, a gymatorium. And, and uh, you know, we've had some successful, some successful kids. Our kids have performed well in the county talent shows, uh, the Maury talent shows, and, uh, and even performed in some of the local theater down, downtown. They yeah, at the Broadway theater. theater. Broadway theater. Um, and we send a lot of kids in to, to do those things, too. Um, and so that's been, that's been great. Two, two clubs that have really taken off here um, as of late that we've added uh, is a, um, a key club. Uh, it's, it's, they kind of do all kinds of service programs and things for, for the students and the staff. And uh, Mrs. Doyle, uh, who has been uh, sponsoring that organization, uh, got kids really doing some really cool, neat things for that. Did a great uh, – they took the whole secondary building last year, took the, the Make a Difference Day, and they went and did a bunch of volunteering all around the school and the community and local – uh, establishments here in, in the little town did some leaf cleanup and things like that so that was pretty powerful and that was that was in conjunction with the key club the other one is robotics uh, 
uh, been a huge, huge thing here in Beale City. We've got a lot of kids actually involved in robotics that weren't involved in either the arts or athletics, which that's one of our things. You know, in public school, we want to make sure every kid has an opportunity. You know, not every kid's going to shine on the floor, the basketball court, or the field, or, or in, in the, you know, in the, on the stage or whatever. We need to find something to engage every kid, every family. And robotics was one of those things we added that, uh, you know, I didn't see that it was going to blow up the way that it did. But it's just been, it's been a great thing for our school and those kids and families who are involved in that. Um, the last club that I would mention, uh, it, it's, it's a, it's a uh, uh, famous club here in Beale City, or FFA, Future Farmers right. of America uh, Club. Uh, Miss Spry does that, that club for us, and uh, it's growing as of late. It, it kind of it took a little nosedive for a little bit. Now that we're getting more kids back interested in agriculture, and I think when uh, we made the push that every kid has to go to college, which is a total misnomer, um, I think kids were, were – maybe taking a wrong direction for some of them. And when we opened that back up and said, you know what, you just got to do what makes you happy and you got to be prepared for that. Um, we had some kids that kind of took back over control of that and like, yeah, yeah, you're right. I need to, to focus in. And, and the FFA program has continued to grow the last couple of years. And that's the dairy. They got the whole dairy feeder barn, one of them full out there with all, all Beale City kids. You know, <laughs> yeah, I go out there and talk to Latham, every, you know what I mean, or yes. Aiden Mandel or Carly Smith every, every uh, for every, I would say every 4th of July, but every fair season every fair season fair is a, a big deal around here um our ffa is heavily involved and then we we they also help and get involved with our 4-h programs we've got a couple different 4-h programs even my two boys who are more city slickers than 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 not uh they showed pigs at the fair they got into it and they did that for two three four years and uh it was a great experience for them uh, learning how to take care of something and, and be reliable and all that good stuff. So fair is important here at Bill City. And now a couple more just random questions here. You know, higher education, higher education um, co-op opportunities, working and stuff like that. Is, you know, I imagine that's available here with MidMichigan yep. College and finding work opportunities and whatnot. Yeah, we, we do definitely do dual enrollment. Uh, most of our kids um, go through and, and take dual enrollment credits. Almost, I would say – probably 75% or more of our kids come out here with at least 12 credits, which is huge. That's a semester of college, right? Um, I know both of my kids, they graduated 28 credits. Some of those were dual. Some of them they took in the summer, but, you know, that they were they got ahead of the game because of that. Um, we also have a uh, early college program. We get one or two kids a year that gets involved in that, which they come back for a fifth year, and uh, that's been that's been great. Um, and, and it's not for everybody, but it's something new. Well, and that's something that allows them, they'll have the associate's degree with no student debt, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, again, it, it, it's very, it's a, it's a niche. Yep, it's it needs not to be the every, right opportunity. Yeah, yep. but for a small school to have one or two kids that take advantage of that every year is, is great. And that's a great opportunity for maybe that kid that's, and like I said, last year it was, it was amazing to me, all the, how many kids had plans of what they wanted to do but for that kid who's maybe yeah i'm not exactly sure what i want to do well stick around for another year get more college done don't owe any money i, th I think that's not a bad way to do yeah things. it really it really was a nice thing to add and then of course uh, our ap offerings have grown um you know, we're, we're trying to get AP English and AP Math. We had AP Social Studies or AP Government, I should say. Um, we offer that here. We actually offer the, our kids that take our tr just regular uh, government class to go take the AP course. 
right. um, the, the test. Um, some of them take advantage of that by going into Mount Pleasant and, t- and doing the AP testing there. And uh, we did have some success with some of our kids because our regular course is so, uh, is so rigorous. Some of them were successful. Uh, on the AP course, but our offerings here are growing as each year. Yeah, and I could ask, you know, kind of final question here. I could ask you, why Beale City? But, you know, you, you have to give an answer for that as the superintendent. So I want to ask you, give me, what, what's a special memory, an event that, that makes, you know, this, that, what, you know, what's your biggest memory, your most fondest memory being here at Beale City? Oh, <laughs> I'm not sure that I can boil it down to one. You know, you could probably say one of the state championship games or something like that. Uh, you know, but both my boys had the opportunity to, to play in yep. those things. For me, the biggest day of the year is graduation day because that is our goal. That is our mission. And to have all the families here, to have all the kids here, a lot of our underclassmen come uh, to that event as well. That is our culmination. That is what we are about. And so for me, each of those 16 graduations that I've been a part of now, and, and, uh, and those are fond memories to me. Right now, that's a great answer right there, Ms. Chilman, because – you said, I think you said it right there. That's that's the culmination right yeah. there. That that's the goal of everything. And so seeing those kids shake your hand, walk across the aisle, some of them maybe give you a hug. That that just kind of uh, what, what kind of feeling does that give you inside? Oh, it's the greatest feeling in the world. I mean, I leave here every year. My wife and I have gotten this little tradition where. You know, by the time I leave, I've got a sweat brewed up. You know, I got my gown and my hat on, and and uh, you know, I, I do a speech that night, and and it, you're nervous. You're in front of everybody. It's usually hot. I will attest that it's it's the most nerve wracking thing that I've ever done. And one of the things I wish I would have said in the speech when I realized how nervous I was is. Always make sure you're doing something where you're a little bit nervous. You, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Because that, that's living life right there. Exactly. Yep. And uh, so my wife and I, I, when I get home, I usually jump in the shower real quick, and we head into Applebee's. All believe right. it or not, that's our little tradition on graduation night. And, and uh, normally we have the Friday off yep. after graduation. So uh, her and I stay out a little late that night. We eat appetizers and drink a few Cokes and, uh, and, and kind of just chill out. Uh, that night of graduation, and the coolest thing is, is a lot of our families. Uh, we see our families coming into to Applebee's after <laughs> after graduation too. So it, uh, it it's a great event, and you know, again, there's so many memories. Um, but it's that old that old antage, you know, that you know, there's lots of battles, but only one war, and so that all of those little memories they kind of culminate on that graduation night. I think that's a good way to wrap it up. Uh, Mr. Chilman, thanks so much for joining me. Talk about Beale City Schools. Let you brag them up a little bit in our first of uh, many series of podcasts. Talk about our local schools. And again, the superintendent stuff. All of our superintendents here do great work, but I've just always told you that it's special that you're here on location, and so I just want to preface that again about that part. You love all your all your colleagues out there. You know, Chris, it's interesting. I've been here 16 years, so I'm the longest-standing superintendent in the area. So Claire, Farwell, Mount Pleasant, Shepherd, you know, all Ship Hills, all of them have had superintendents come and go during that 16 years. I have not worked with one who I would not go to battle with every day in the education field. They all know what they're doing. They're great superintendents, uh, and they, they care about kids, yeah. you know. And that's the most that's important That's the thing. key. That's the key yeah. right there. And right. so, for me, it's all about the kids and the community. All right, Mr. Chilman, thanks so much for joining me on MidMichigan Matters. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate it. 
thank you for listening to this episode of Mid-Michigan Matters. While you're here, feel free to browse earlier episodes or other podcast programs on our platform. Listen to what you will and spread the word. Thanks again for listening.